to get mine done every three weeks so I have to. me and my friend are starting to get them done every three weeks it's a lot of money though oh yeah i mean like i part of my budget <laughs> i set aside to getting my nails done so. that's smart that is very smart oh. i should do that i should have a shopping problem as everyone knows <laughs> it's not a problem as long as it doesn't impact your life and you're really smart with your money, Isabel. I can't imagine that you would put yourself into debt to go shopping. So then it's not really no, that I much of an issue. Alright, so. This is um, Two yeah, Girls, One Scaredy Cat. I am Isabel, your resident scaredy cat. I'm Emily. I'm Monica. Monica? I'm Monica? Monica, Monica. Monica. <laughs> can y'all not hear me? <laughs> no, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Monica. Is there something wrong with me? No. I don't oh. know. I don't know why why did Emily say Monica? I I didn't hear her say anything. Oh, no, she said oh. Monica. Should I re-record? Oh. We sorry. just now said Monica like five times. Say crack sorry. one more time. <laughs> I'm Monica? Um this week's theme is haunted houses, <laughs> and yeah, we're not going to do a rock paper scissors, or are we? Do we decide? No, I'm going first. Okay, so surprise, we're not doing a rock paper scissors. Um, hopefully, this time, I mean, last time you guys tied for like four out of five. Really though, so. <laughs> Um, Monica has a very good reason why I'm going first, which she will explain later. I mean, so, I can technically explain um, it now after you, like, submit your, you tell us what you're doing. After I submit my... After you submit your assignment to the teacher. <gasps> oh my god. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have always... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I can't sneeze on command. Look at the light. Look at the light. Look at something really bright, and that will help you sneeze. There's nothing bright in here. I don't think it's Look at yourself in the mirror, Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, turn on the light and, like, look at the light. Or, like, sniff some pepper. She can't get up. What are you... <laughs> she can grab the laptop, can't she? She just has pepper lying around. Okay, well, oh if when God. it happens, we'll just, I'll just note it. It's fine. We can okay. keep going. Oh, well. Sounds like a plan. Um, I've always loved the idea of ghosts. Like, it's something that I've... Emily loves ghosts. Oh, I believe. And UFOs. Everyone believe ghosts? I do. Um, yeah. I, I, I do. I do. I do. I talk about the haunted places I've stayed at, so yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can, but, like, believe actually, in the actually lore. Actually, really, really funny. 
Go ahead. When we were growing up, like, I was made to believe that the Catholic Church, like, absolutely believes in ghosts. So They do. Um, I don't really, I don't really know why. Well, I don't know if ghosts are necessarily like demons, but um, I. But I always see exorcisms as could be demons or bad spirit. I love a good exorcism. Demons. Okay, Um, I mean, there's another. I mean, there's other ways. Like when you get a new house, you have to like get it blessed blessed. (laughs) so that all the bad juju. Did y'all do that? Spirits. I mean, like saging. Oh yeah, my. Oh, no, we had a priest come in. Like, my parents had a, right, invited a yeah. priest over and did the whole housewarming. This is their first house. Got it blessed by the church and all that jazz. Even though it was they had a to do that house. House. for um, I've never blessed any place I've lived in. <laughs> I hope that's not a bad you thing. You blessed it with your presence. They had to bless my um, international oh, high school. That... <laughs> I just dropped a nice bomb and continued with something else. I know. Uh, yeah. It's like, I can tell the story later on. Um, but you can do it now. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, because so you're like fucking talking the about The international school that I went to um, was built on a cemetery. And that seems like seems like a really bad idea, right? So they moved some graves, and um, it was actually really creepy because, like, the way that you got into the school, you like pass through the cemetery, and then you like get into school. Like it was, I mean, like I would have died. It was like a long, like winding path to go through. (laughs) That's a superstition, you know. I know it's like a smart thing. I also grew up like my house back home was in like, really close to a cemetery, and, what? like, every time I had to drive by, like, the inlet to where I lived, I would have to, like, drive by a cemetery, so I never, like, held my breath, because, like, I would have had to do it, like, multiple times a day. That makes sense. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't have, like, weird juju with, like, cemeteries, but, okay, so, um, the thing that happened with my high school was that they moved some burial plots to a different area because of that as a because they wanted to build there supposed to be like really bad yeah yeah i mean you're really not yeah and like in southeast asia it's a really um superstitious area like the indonesians and malays are incredibly uh incredibly superstitious so the there was this area where like okay the pool on campus was right here and, like, the gym was right next to it, right? So there were three deaths that happened, like, in a very quick succession immediately after the school was built. And, oh, because they moved these areas to build the, like, annexing of the pool and the gym, right? Yeah. So, like, uh-huh. once those were built... Um, the first thing that happened was a dad was watching his daughter play like practice and he had a heart attack and died. Right. What? First death. Great. The second death was there was, um, a former Malaysian Olympics, Olympic swimmer, um, who was like really old. I think he was like, not really old, but he was like retired and he was like the swim coach. Right. 
and he was doing his daily laps and he drowned. <gasps> An Olympic swimmer oh drowned in a high school pool. Right? Right. Freaky. And then there was another thing that was like a student or like a teacher. I can't remember. This one, this is the one that I remember the least. And um, they, oh yeah. And after the first death, the like cleaners and the janitors that were Malay, which is like the group of people from Malaysia were saying like, you fucked up. The spirits are pissed. Like you need to, like you need to apologize. And then like the school administration, which isn't necessarily from Malaysia, um, said like, that's not, that's not true. That's hogwash. Right. And it's just like a sad thing that happened. Right. And then the second one was like, they continue saying, it's like, they're, they're going to be coming and they're going to continue until if you don't apologize to the spirits. And then they, the third one was like, someone was casually walking by the pool, slipped on a puddle, hit their head immediately, died, never woke up again. Right. Oh so my then God. the school, like apparently on the low, low, like, um, hired, I can't remember what exactly the Malaysian, like, historical, like, it's, it's not really like a religious leader. It's kind of like, like, um, like, indigenous magic believer dude. Like, he's kind of like a shaman, right? But, like... So he was brought in, and he was like, holy crap. Like, the spirits here are angry. Angry. Like, they feel disrespected. You have done X, Y, and Z. Like, they're going to keep on doing it. Like, you have to apologize. And, like, they couldn't obviously, like, knock down the gym and, like, the pool. Yeah, like, move them back. And then, like, put them back. Yeah, like, they couldn't go go back on it, but they were – they, he, like, performed this, like, full ceremony, and, like, I can't remember the exact details about it, but, like, let's say, like, the uh, spiritual equivalent of, like, saging the whole area, and, like, the administrators uh-huh. had to apologize for what they did and for disrespecting the elders and et cetera like that. And it was crazy. No one ever died again. Ever. Ever. No. No one ever died wow, related to that areas, right? It's crazy. And the, yeah, and there's, like, people that, like, are on like one half like do you believe it and then on the other half it's like no and then like yes and it's crazy it's fun it's crazy it's so crazy so anyway Um, back to haunted houses uh quick question because i don't really remember it why was our high school haunted um there was a girl that committed suicide because her date stood her up and then there was a nun that passed away and came back for a picture yeah and then you can um, see oh, oh in that a, yes in that I picture. remember that okay um, and then supposedly yeah in, in the, the hallway and the ballroom was supposedly the most haunted place because the that's where she ball? committed suicide yeah. it was um in the rotunda if you first walk in and then there's that like office and then like Rose, you Rose's office can either take a left and go to the library or take a right and go down to that hall. So before you hit the hall, there's a pair of steps that go up, and then it's a ballroom. Not many classes were in there. I think, yeah, not a lot was held in there. I mean, I know there was a few. My, like, math exam was. But I had never gone up there (laughs) the whole entire time 
we went to school there. Yeah, I don't. It was creepy. I, I didn't either. That's why I don't remember any of this. I, I think just they stopped using our high school the, being haunted. That, area, that that as a classroom when we got our new area built. Right. Why would they? Heard, so and I, it, it was, was haunted. haunted, and I heard it wasn't that up to code, and it got really cold, which probably came with the haunting. But oh, one hundred percent cold because there was a ghost in there oh my gosh why the hell did i never go in there spoopy i mean we can go back they'll let you like hang out on campus if you tell them you're a former student i know they do but i don't go back we could just hang out there because no one i mean we should do a special story like a yeah i was gonna say what if we did like a evp session not be in attendance is that when you hold like one of those sticks and if the stick moves it's like there's a ghost (laughs) No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know oh, what I'm God. talking about? Okay. I'm hungry. No? Yeah, okay. Go. I'm starving. <laughs> You're hungry? Okay. I'm sorry. sorry. That's so random. Do you want Chipotle? <laughs> uh, no, I hate them right now. It's Should okay. we break for a snack before we get into it? No, we're okay. I'm good. We can no? okay. crush this. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Okay. So I'm going first. Um, I have actually been to this place. Um, Ooh. y'all already know what I'm doing. So, uh, because I literally just went like this past winter, um, like in December. So <laughs> Monica, she's going to get a snack. What are you doing? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm showing you oh. the picture of the place. Oh, I have, I have it with me and it's, it's a really on the pretty drive, place. So. <laughs> Yes, it's gorgeous. So yeah, y- y'all don't forget to go on the drive. You can see all the pictures that I'm Southern be as referencing. Uh. Um, so, um, I'm going to be talking about the Myrtles Plantation, which is in um, Saint Francisville, Louisiana. Saint Francisville is about an hour and a half outside of Baton Rouge, which is the capital of Louisiana, and about two hours outside of new orleans um that can kind of give you an idea of where this is um okie dokie so it was built in 1796 by general david bradford and it was on 600 acres of land so that's quite a bit and um it was actually originally named laurel grove um We'll talk about the name change later. And um, Bradford lived there alone for several years until President John Adams pardoned him for his role in the Pennsylvania Whiskey Rebellion <laughs> in 1799. So he was like originally from Pennsylvania, had to flee Pennsylvania because of the Whiskey Rebellion um, and moved down to Louisiana and built a house there. <laughs> Why were um, they... Okay, go on. I mean, I'm not going to explain what the Whiskey Rebellion is. Like, <laughs> enough, I guess, if you want. <laughs> um, yes, but, teacher. like, it's, it's, like, it was, it, it was, like, similar to Prohibition. Like, you weren't allowed to, okay. like, make your own alcohol. So, cool. um... So cool, cool, random. Cool. So, he... After this, after he was pardoned, moved his wife, Elizabeth, 
and their five children to the plantation from Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. So he wasn't alone anymore. Um, he died in 1808, and his widow continued running the plantation until 1817 when she handed the management over to a man named Clark Woodruff and he was actually one of her husband's former students um and he actually married their daughter like that's why they gave him this land wait he married uh-huh. um and their daughter yeah. So um, Clark married one of their daughters. Okay. And that's why I just want to make sure because I was confused um, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Clark and his wife Sarah had three children, Cornelia, James, and Mary. But then, Wait, James um, and Mary? Two of those children oh, the third died. One died. Cornelia, Cornelia, James, okay. and Mary. And two of those children died from yellow fever. Um, I'm, I'm like listing all this stuff to tell you how many people have died in this place yes. because it comes up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so when Elizabeth, so like Elizabeth was the original widow of the original owner. So um, the one that she gave the land to like, Yes. She gave the land to Clark, mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah. She dies. Um, and then Clark and his daughter, Mary, the only one that lived from, because the other two died from yellow fever, they moved to Covington, Louisiana. Not important, just they moved. Um, and then they had a caretaker um, who was managing the plantation for a little bit. And so in 1834, Clark sold the plantation, the land, and its slaves to a man named Ruffin Gray Sterling. And he's an important character in our story. So Ruffin. Sterling and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to call him Sterling. Um, uh, Sterling and his wife, Mary, undertook an extensive remodeling of the house nearly doubling the size of the former building and filling the house with imported furniture from Europe. I'm going to talk about that. But if you go to the drive and look at like, yes. the first picture, they added all the um, awesome, like, architecture. Um, Exterior. The, like, porch, all that. They added They added onto that. Um, oh, so, so they, they added like, the parties and shit. wraparound porch? Nice. Um, you think? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, yeah, they just they made that house like ten times bigger than it had been before. Hey, if you want to have a party, um, man. So it was during, right? <laughs> and um, it was during this time that they changed the name to the Myrtles, um, which they're named after uh, the crepe myrtle tree nice. that, that um, grow in the area. So that's why they're named that. Yep. Um, so Sterling died in 1854 and left the plantation to his wife. The Myrtles actually survived the American Civil War, um, but they were robbed. Multiple times. Obviously. Yeah. Like, um, of all their, 
yeah like all her nice shit was gone um that sucks yeah um and then in 1865 mary sterling who was whose husband had died already hired a man named william winter to help manage the plantation as her lawyer and agent winter was married to sterling's daughter sarah uh and they went on to have six children one of whom named kate winter died from typhoid at the age of three so i have a really cool cut this isn't that cool but it's an interesting story that i learned while i was there and on the tour so they had actually a portrait of kate in their home so she was three when she died but they had it like already sort of in commission when she was dying but like it was going to be like a normal portrait but the way that portraits used to work back in the day was so like if it was for your child they would um have they would paint the body first and it would be modeled after like some random other child like in another country like i'm not joking yeah and so they so it would be like a painter in europe painting the child of like the body of a child that they were looking at in europe not the actual child and then they'd paint the head on when that's they ridiculous. saw the actual child. That's crazy. Um, so that they don't have to sit there for that long. Well, yeah. And so, like, not the portraits the look so weird because it's, like, yeah. not proportioned, right? Um, and they also don't know Wait, if it's what? a girl or a boy. Like, they have no clue. Yeah. Like, they're just painting a body. Um, that seems, like, and weird. Okay. It is weird. Also, I found out that they, that people back um, during this time period didn't name their children until they were around three because they would almost, like, 50% of the time die. So it would be, like, <laughs> easier not to name your kid. Oh, my God. So you wouldn't get attacked. Why'd you call the kid? Okay. Right? Okay, and it gets even weirder. I know, right? What? Son, like, daughter. You, come over here. <laughs> well, I guess they're three. <laughs> Especially if they had six fucking daughter. kids. Like, what the hell? Is that um, why they had so many kids? Right. You would think maybe. Um, okay, it gets even weirder. So, this portrait of Kate, they did p- paint the head on it after she had died. And they put it up in the house. And that was how they would let people know that their daughter had died. Because, like, you wouldn't have portraits of living people in your home. Oh, really? So if people came over, they wouldn't have to talk about the kid dying. They wouldn't have to be like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your kid dying. They'd see the portrait and that would be it. Like they'd know the kid had died. You wouldn't talk about it. Uh-huh. So what? I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, this is so what? crazy. Um, I'm so glad we have evolved uh-huh. enough to not <laughs> like have to put like let's name our kid the second they people. pop out um and not paint them um from a different body anyway um okay Alrighty. so the family fortune was lost in the aftermath of the war due to it being tied up in the confederate currency um oh, and the winters sucks. were yeah i mean like suck down with the confederacy but like it's interesting they should have diversified their income monica 
Like that's just really poor. How financial. diverse was the market oh, in? God. I mean, that time the frame. South was the richer group. In um, yeah, they were. Like they lost a lot of money. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, when you lose the war, like they did, um, and then they were losing their um, land in order to, um, like make money if that makes any sense like they couldn't yeah um do their cotton do their cotton Mm -hmm. uh whatever plant their cotton uh that's what i meant to say to learn how to Um, do it themselves without using the (laughs) labor of a whole nother okay so um the winters were forced to sell the plantation in 1868 but then they bought it back two years later when they had enough money Yay! That's nice. Um, in 18... I don't know if that's a good thing, but yay. <laughs> in 1871, William Winter was killed on the porch of his house. Bye. I'm going to talk about that later. I'm going to talk about it later, but I'm just going to say he was murdered. Um, oh, actually, I wrote, dun, dun, dun. wrote talk about it now. Okay, never mind. Um, my my notes <laughs> to myself are smarter than I am. Um, so, okay. So, William Winter... Um, like, so he was downstairs tutoring his son, like, because parents were their kids' teachers back in the day. Um, so he's, and his son's 15 at the time, and he's, whatever, they're, they're in school <laughs> downstairs on the first floor. And they hear someone riding up to the um, front of their house on a horse. You could hear horses coming. Um and then he hears someone call out his name. So he um, goes out and the man gets off the horse and is like, are you William Winter? And he goes, yeah. And then he gets shot. And he shoots him. Oh, yep. What? And then he gets on his horse and gallops Gall- off. Um, they never really find out. I mean, they don't find out who this guy is. It's an unsolved murder. And why? Yeah, they don't know why either. Um, so... He gets. Wait, do they know why? No, they don't know why. He just, they have no oh, idea. Okay. So he he gets shot. He's still alive. Um, he like is bleeding profusely, and his son went to like call up the stairs to their mom, to the mom, whatever the wife, and um, he, William starts climbing up the stairs, but he's like bleeding to death, and his wife like meets him sort of um like halfway on the stairs and he's like she's holding him as he dies so and he like died on the stairs which the stairs are still there like it's all still part of the house um yeah uh his ghost is still there uh (laughs) undoubtedly um okay so sarah his wife remained at the myrtles plantation with uh her mother and siblings until 1878 and then she died and then mary sterling died in 1880 and the plantation passed to her son stephen and then blah 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 people own it now blah blah okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna talk about the the ghosts now um but just so you know tons of fucking crazy shit happened in this house and lots of people died and i'm not even done talking about the people who've died so um 
Chloe. Jeez. So Chloe, she's the most popular ghost that supposedly haunts the house. Monica showed us that picture. It's on the drive um, as well. But although there's nothing to support the actual existence of Chloe, she is believed to be a former slave who is also the mistress of Clark Woodruff. So this picture shows me what? I'm going to explain it in a second. So, okay. So she was a former slave and mistress of Clark Woodruff. He was the second owner of the plantation. Um, in order to know that she was pleasing to her lover, huh? she would listen through the door of his study. And so the story is that one day he was having like a really important business meeting in his study with two other men and she was listening at the door and he caught her and the way that plantation owners would often um, punish their slaves would be to um, like hurt them in the way that they had been making the mistake. Like if that makes any sense. So like if you, dropped something they like cut off a finger because it slipped slipped through your fingers um and in this case she had been listening at the door cut off his ear her Mm -hmm. ear oh yeah so he cut off her ear um and as an act of revenge she wanted to like well sort of it was like revenge slash for a way to get forgiveness so he had gone out of town on a business trip and um oh sorry i totally forgot this whole other story like well sorry she had been a slave that worked out in the field and he brought her inside the house as a maid which working inside of the house was more preferable than working outside yeah Um, And if you were someone who worked inside the house, you were in more of a superior position. Um, And being inside the main house was even better than being like a cook, for instance. And when she had been caught listening at the door, he demoted her to a cook. (gasps) So it was all bad. So he went out of town after he demoted her. And in her idea of like sort of getting back in his good graces was to like slightly poison his family and she was going to nurse them back to health. What? Right. Okay. So it was crazy. Yeah, it didn't, (laughs) it's not going to work as you'll see. So, um, uh, she baked a cake because it was one of the kids birthdays and she put, um, this now I can't remember it, but it was like a poisonous plant that's local to the area. You're definitely not supposed to eat it because uh, it kills you. <laughs> but she didn't know that. She just thought it was going to make them sick. And um, she put it in the cake. The two kids ate it and the wife. And they all died. Um, and so... Uh, Clark comes back and everyone's fucking dead and he finds out that uh, Chloe did it Um, and so she was hung as a result 
of this very murder right um it's like fucked how do you you could say yeah it's pretty fucked so um she is in the picture on the drive so in the 90s um the owners at the time had to file an insurance claim and the owner one of like the owner's wife's she's also an owner whatever um had gone around necessarily to give to the insurance what not necessarily i'm telling you she was one of the owners no 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 like (laughs) Like women can't own property for a while this was in the 1990s okay got it yeah i'm telling the story about that picture of chloe got it got it got it so um, oh got it yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so in the 1990s, whatever, they're taking pictures so that they can file a claim with the insurance agent. And um, so they send these pictures to be developed. Um, The people who are developing the photos send them back. And that particular one, they like noted, they were like, "Um, do you see this like person standing (laughs) in this picture? And um, so the owner looked at it And in the picture, you can see a figure standing, like, in between two buildings. And, um, like, the building, the two buildings are white. And she, like, stands out, like, standing there. And um, you can actually sort of see through her a little bit to where you can see the slats of the building behind her. Um, Oh, I see it. And so she's sort of, yeah, so she's sort of, like... um, not invisible but see-through uh what's the word i'm looking for translucent transparent whatever (laughs) yes translucent (laughs) jesus christ um so yeah and um if like on the zoomed in version like she has a um green well the picture is black and white but um a turban wrapped around her head which she wore after she got her ear cut off to hide the fact that her ear was cut off mutilation yeah wow Um, so yeah and um she was really short and like the figure compared to the rest of the buildings like is really short um and i actually whatever i was there i saw like there's a walkway in between those two buildings um so and there's like stairs leading down to the walkway like they're just there's like three stairs so she could have been standing like on those stairs but yeah there's no one like on their property that could have that that could have been like it was definitely a ghost um so she um is often said to wander around the mansion during the night and she's also been known to wake visitors by lifting the mosquito netting around the bed and looking intently at the bed's occupant. Um, no. And uh, another awesome story about Chloe, and you'll see it on the drive, um, there is like a case of earrings. Yeah, I saw that. Um, okay. So a lot of people who visit the plantation and go on the tours, um, the women... Um, 
like leave the tour and find that they've lost one of their earrings. Wow. Because Chloe takes them and like the tour guides or the staff find them later. Sometimes people will call and be like, Hey, like I lost an earring. Have you guys been able to find it? And they're like, yeah, we found it. But like, you don't want it. That's back. probably Chloe. And so the people are like, hell no, <laughs> I don't want it. Like, please don't send it to me. So they keep them in that little case. And if you look, there's like a, so many fucking earrings in there. Like it's not oh. one or two. There's like, 50 plus i swear um there's a lot of really, hoops yeah a lot of hoops um because she would because the the idea is that she would take it because she couldn't wear an earring in her ear mm. um anymore so yeah uh totally nuts um okay and the other picture that's on there is of a mirror and that mirror is, like, super fucking haunted. If you Google, like, haunted objects, this mirror comes up on, like, many, many lists what? that are out uh-huh. there circulating the internet. Yeah. Um, so if you look at the mirror, there's all these freaky, weird fucking markings on it. Yeah. Um, I just got to I just gotta say, like, um, I, I got to touch it. Like, they Why? let you touch it. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? I, I thought it was cool. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I wanted to touch it. Um, so the way that mirrors work, if you don't know, there's like glass, like behind another piece of glass. So the glass that's in front, you would think that's where all the markings are. Like, like if you look at it and all the dark markings, like you would think you'd be able to touch that. And that's where all the weirdo shit is. It's not. That piece of glass is totally smooth. There aren't any blemishes. Like, yeah. And if maybe something would be happening to the glass behind the top layer, there would be additional markings on the top layer in a way that would mean like something got behind there to damage the secondary piece of glass. But there's not. Um, Also, like... I don't know if historian is the right word, but like folks who study old shit, like old objects. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the word is for it. Um, historian. Right. Thank you. I don't know. But like artifact historians for this specific time period say that um, like mirrors from this time wouldn't be doing that because obviously like if you own a mirror for a really long time it's gonna get damaged but we're talking hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of years yeah this this mirror is from the 1700 late late 1700s oh my gosh and it should not be doing that like it shouldn't be making those kinds of markings at all um they've also like tried to like repair it but they can't (laughs) like it there's nothing that they can do um, and there's nothing that they're doing wrong in the sense of like preserving it that's causing it to do that. Insane. So, that so insane. Yeah. And so if you look closely, um, you can sort of see like a yes, profile I thought that of looked a like person's face. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And then, um, and that's like on the right side, on the left side. And I saw it, I looked really close. 
you can see fucking fingerprints yeah, of like scratch I totally marks see that. I totally on see it that. and That's they like so are actual fingerprints i'm not doing it, it again really i'm not looking at it close. the profilers scare the shit out of me <laughs> like i'm done <laughs> so um yeah and like if you google this mirror specifically you can see so many pictures that they have like people have taken there of like apparitions in the background or like orbs why um, is this mirror so <sighs> haunted i have no idea i re- i took pic took took pictures obviously because the pictures you're seeing are the ones i took um and i was so hoping that there'd be like a fucking ghost in the background guys i wanted it so bad (laughs) um in the gift shop they have like a slideshow running of all the pictures that people have taken where there's like a ghost in the background um i stood there and stared at it i was like this is so fucking cool um but yeah so um now I have some other ghosts that are in the house. Um, let's see. So two little blonde girl specters have been seen peeking in the windows. And one's visited a startled rider by standing at the foot of his bed. They think that these might have been the two poisoned oh. kids. Um, and they've also been seen playing on the veranda. Um what I'm going to do, Isabel, um, like, aside from the pictures that you post for the episode, I'm going to send you the rest of the pictures that I took. And, like, you can make, like, an alternate pic, pic, like, yeah. slideshow, whatever, of p- the other pictures I took. Um, and I have a picture of some rocking chairs that people say all the time just move by themselves when there's, like, no oh, wind or whatever. That. I totally sat in one. It was fun. Um, And so, like, that's what they mean, like, playing on the veranda, probably, like, messing with those chairs. Um, Also, in the same Chloe picture, you can't really see it in probably the one I took, but you maybe can. Let me look at it. I have it right here. No, you can't. So, in the enhanced picture, which they have actually on site, and I saw it um, on top of the roof... Um, on the left, like yeah. the roof of the main house, um, there are actually more apparitions that you can see, and they look like two little kids playing on the roof. Why? Um, so they think that those are the the two kids. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's so creepy. I love it. I know. Me too. Um, another unknown, unseen little child likes to bounce on the beds that were just freshly made. Fortunately, another apparition of a young woman dressed as a maid follows the little mischief child around and quickly smooths out the wrinkles caused by what? the jumping. What? So <laughs> that That'd be so creepy to watch. Yeah. Um, okay, another one. Obviously, the ghost of William Winter who was shot. Um, uh, da-da-da. His unseen presence is heard today as he relives the last moments of his life by thumping and staggering across the entryway and up the stairs to the 17th step. So people hear him all the time, like, groaning and also, like, something climbing the stairs when nothing's there. Um, And he died on the stairs, right? Because he was, like, trying to. Exactly, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, people see and hear him all the time. Um, there's also 
a Confederate soldier that has been seen and heard, um, like, roaming around the front yard and front porch. Another male ghost dressed in khaki sternly warns visitors not to come in and visit. And when I read that, I, like, laughed and I was, like, um, thinking of that State <laughs> Farm commercial. <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing, Jake from State uh, Farm? Khakis. <laughs> That's one of my favorite commercials of all time. Like it oh still gosh, cracks Emily. me up. Um, I'm not sorry. Okay. Um, a voodoo priestess tries in vain to save a little girl with chance and with something she holds in her hand. Okay, so I have another story about that. So, um, Kate Winter, the one that died of the, um, the one that died, I can't remember what she died of, the one that they have the portrait painted. Typhoon. So they, yeah, yeah, that was what it was. Um, so she was obviously really sick, uh, leading up to her death and they didn't know what else to do because nothing was working. And locally there was a woman who practiced voodoo. And they brought her in. Which makes sense. Try to Louisiana. heal Louisiana. her. Oh, yeah. It 100% makes sense. And they'd run out of options. Like, they were trying anything. So, <laughs> she comes in and isn't able to save her. And she dies. And they have her fucking killed. The woman? Because they think that she's the one that... Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I think they what hung the her What the heck? Well. So, she's... Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, So, yeah, that's another ghost. And then also um, a ballet dancer is sometimes seen in a A black tutu. A ballet dancer? A black, a black, a ballet dancer in a black tutu. Mila Kunis from Black Swan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um it could be. It doesn't specify that it's a child. So Do they know, know, like, um, who? The no. background. I mean, they didn't talk about this on my store. That, uh, on my store? Am I fucking okay? No, <sighs> on my tour. Um, this is all stuff that I found online. Um, okay. Plus, apparitions come from the slave graveyard to the house to report oh for gosh. daily chores. Wow. So, obviously, that would because suck. if people that lived in that house died natural deaths from old age, yeah. so would slaves. Like, um, so it makes sense. Um, a naked Indian American girl has also been seen on the lot lounging in the gazebo in the backyard. Um, they believe that. She, because the original plantation was built on an Indian burial, burial ground. I forgot to do that. Of um, course. No. I yeah, love totally it. Totally um, so she might have been someone whose grave was there before the house um, was built. Um, the really cool thing about this, because they have the original house, but they have these other houses that they've built in the um, in the time since the original house was built as well and like those are the ones you can stay in you can stay in the main house as well but it's more expensive and um but those places are still just as haunted like it's the whole property it's not just the main house um and they have this like pond like a big big pond in the backyard with a 
gazebo in the middle that you can walk out to. Um, so I guess that's where she's seen. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, the, not her death. Uh, the gazebo is really cool. Um, okay. Now the last thing I'm going to talk about are no. the fires that have happened oh, at spooky. the place. So, um, in August of 2014, a fire occurred in the gen- the historical general store. So they're um, like, what the fuck? I said it earlier. They're like. Um, <laughs> gift shop thank you gift shop um oh my god <laughs> i yeah, can't remember I the word that. for gift shop um their Are gift shop okay? slash restaurant <laughs> yeah i don't know okay i don't know um their gift shop shop slash restaurant caught on fire um and it's just 10 feet from the main house so like where chloe was standing in that um picture like there's she was in between the main house and the store so um, and it caused substantial damage, but the most severe damage was in an extension of the building constructed in 2008, but it only burned the inside of the house. I mean, the right. building and not the outside. That's really weird. Like none of the outside so was weird. damaged. Isn't that <gasps> fucking strange? Like, oh. like, because... Normal fires like damage yeah. the outside structure as well. Like it doesn't just contain itself inside. Fires are wild, um, and it's an old ass. Yeah, and it's old ass fucking building. Like what? <laughs> you know why wouldn't it? Anyway, so um, uh, list. It's um. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, also the last thing I was gonna say. There's an awesome episode of Ghost Adventures where they go to this place and um. I love ghost adventures. I don't care if it's real. I don't care if it's fake. I think it's entertaining. So, and here we are. Oh my Go Zach Bacons. So. That's my story. I want to stay there. Who wants to come with me? Mommy. I do. Okay, Mo- Wolf Monica. Will go. Oh, Wolf said he would come too. I'll go yeah. to Louisiana, but <laughs> I don't think I'll stay there. <laughs> yeah you, you can, can like, stay at my grandparents house and then my yeah well the rest of us will stay i will not be staying at the, the plantation you um, like should do this we have a lot of trips planned i really want to like How i think it would be dope. It to stay there yeah we have i haven't looked it up um well i saw on one website when i was doing my research but i don't think it's updated like i think it's an old price um I should have fucking looked it up on their website, but whatever. Um, I'll look it up eventually. Okay, Monica. Well, and tell us time. your haunted house. Just like okay, an idea. It. It's fine. This is okay. really pretty. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Have you seen really Umbrella gorgeous. Academy? We can start. Uh, I haven't no, watched I it haven't. yet. I really want to watch it. The inside looks like the house from Umbrella Academy. Shots so you watched it? Did you think it was good? I loved it. I'm I'm loving it, honestly. It's great. Oh. I love that Gerard like, Way is like the creator. I know, of it. right? Really? Yeah, Gerald Way. Love him. Oh, the okay. Audience. So I like that's crazy. 
I regret saying that because I feel it's supposed yeah. to creepy. <laughs> what is creepy? This what I'm sending you? Story. Or the show? She knows it's going to be creepy. Oh, That's this, what she's saying. Yeah, so. it's creepy. Okay, so let me scroll to the bottom. Thank you to Inside Indonesia and uh, Haunted Houses, which is a really creepy YouTube channel that I found that does like robotic one-minute videos on various haunted places. <laughs> is it like one of the is the the voice like one of those recorded like google voice it's things? so creepy it's like i i <laughs> don't know how i keep on finding these places these links okay yeah <laughs> you way. find the weirdest <laughs> oh um update on elsa gate the really creepy child youtube videos that i talked about um uh-huh <laughs> you have an update like uh, there's a Twitter movement behind it. I can't remember. I think it's like wake up YouTube, hashtag wake up YouTube. And they're like trying to get mm-hmm. YouTube to monitor Oh no, I know what videos. you're talking about. I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. So, so. it's crazy. Okay. Um, I don't know what, but. So this beautiful place <laughs> is called <laughs> Lewang Suu. And it is a landmark okay. in central java indonesia okay okay and lewang suu is javanese and it means a thousand doors the name comes from its Great. design i already don't like the name <laughs> <laughs> uh the name comes from its designs with numerous doors and arcs it was originally yep. built for the dutch east indies railway company Construction began in 1904. The main building completed in 1907, and then the other parts of the complex were finished in 1919. It is a... So it's it, not that old. No. I mean, whatever. It's a century old. It's 19... Wait, sorry. It it's has four yours. structures. What? I'm saying it's not as old as, like, the plantation. Yeah, no, like the one I did. crazy, if you think, think about, about that. Yeah. Wow, the Dutch East Indies like trading was happening when like, right? Yeah, your thing was happening. Um, right. It has four structures and it's protected by a high fence and it's connected by underground tunnels. And um, some oh of my the god, no doorways are uh. um like have more than one door, which is crazy. Like some of them have two doors, and there are even some that have four doors. Up to four doors. No. I couldn't find any photos of an explanation of, like, what that means. Like, is it just, like, a never-ending hallway with four doors? Or, like, is it, like, you open a door. It's, like, that weird, like, dream sequence where you open a door and then there's another door. And then it's another door and another door. No. I don't need need that. I don't need that. This isn't Alice in fucking Wonderland. (laughs) Okay? Like, you tell him, You tell him. I mean. There's too many doors. I like haunted stuff. But this is that would just get like if you're getting chased by a ghost or whatever and you got to open four doors. I'm not doing it, y'all. So uh, I'm sorry. I don't I... like that many doors or windows <laughs> fuck you, because fuck your doors. Shit. There's a lot of windows. Yeah, there's I a lot tell. of windows in here. I don't too. want people to see what I'm doing. Well, it's not a. This is the one thing I realized like halfway 
before I was doing it, but you know what? It's haunted. It's not necessarily a home. Uh, it's not necessarily right. not a home because it's home to the ghost. Yeah. But, and it was like used True. as a prison at one point, which is technically like a home. What? Um, just wait. Just wait. It gets uh, real. Great. <laughs> um, this beautiful we house was deeply... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not over that. Uh, the before I dive into like the fascinatingly sad history of Lewong Suwu, I want to give an aside about I think a lot of people know about like Malaysian Indonesian culture. And one thing that when I was like living in Southeast Asia, Malaysia, that I found like super fascinating because of course it's me is like how superstitious they are. Yeah. Uh-huh. As you can tell by that story of like that high school that I went to. Um, so I want yeah. to, I found a list of the top seven superstitions that every Malay knows. So like Malay, you can be an Indonesian Malay um, yeah. or you can be a Malaysian Malay. Very interesting. I don't, so I don't think, I think it's interesting that you're saying this because my family is kind of Southeast Asia. At least my grandparents are. Yeah, Southeast Asians, my Filipinos grand- also, they say, are very superstitious. We are so superstitious. Like, two of my cousins, who are sisters, are getting married in the same year, and their grandparent, their grandma um, is like, I don't want to go to either of their weddings, because that's bad juju. What the fuck? To have two wow. of your siblings being oh, married God. in one year, and then taking your shoes off in the house do that yeah. too oh that's a superstition thing i thought it was like a dirty it's dirty thing. clean but it started out as a superstitious thing makes that interesting okay so this list is um from expatgo.com and nice. it is seven <laughs> malaysian superstitions which ones do you believe in um every country out there has a fair share of superstitions and malaysia is no different Let's look at the unique superstitions that most Malaysians grew up with. And I've heard some of these, but some of them are like wild. Okay. So sweeping the house at night brings bad luck. Isn't that funny? Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) They think it brings bad luck because good luck is being swept away, especially when sweeping the porch. Yes. Um, The number four is incredibly unlucky, especially with Chinese Malay. And um, this is, so when spoken in Mandarin, the number four, C, sounds similar to the word deaf, C. Um, And so basically it's like the death number. It's like the number 13 for us. And um, in where I lived in Malaysia, there were four towers. And so I lived on, in the fourth tower, on the 14th floor which is also unlucky because it has four in it so it was like 3a 13a and then my birthday as y'all know has a lot of fours in it so like every time i had to like submit paperwork they were like oh my god your birthday oh my god (laughs) and i'm like yes and i didn't know like if they were like cursing me or like oh my god the devil's here like death oh my god um number three do not cut your nails at night oh no that one um okay 
Number four, you can't clean the house on New Year's Day. Yeah. Wait, um, what? I think it, again, has to do with, like, sweeping away the bad vibes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Do not okay. shake your legs uncontrollably. So, like, if your leg, like, falls asleep, like, in class and, like, you shake it, like, that's bad luck. So insane. Okay. <laughs> Never sit on books. Yeah, don't sit on your book. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it. oh my God. crazy. That's a superstition. Never allow your plate to dry after a meal. So like I guess they eat and they either immediately wash it or they like pour water on it if they want to like hang out. Crazy, right? Okay. okay. Um, and that's all seven. Okay. That, that's neat. That's cool. Isn't that funny? Sweet. Yeah, and there's like a couple of other ones that are out there. Um, you can't write a person's name in red. Uh, you're supposed to take a shower after coming home from a funeral. You don't sit on pillows either. You can't have really long fingernails. Don't play hide and seek at night. Never waste food, especially rice. Or your husband or Heck wife yeah, will have God. a lot of pimples. Don't that waste weird. rice. Give it to me. Don't comb your hair <laughs> after midnight. Like, the, it's just interesting. It's like a very superstitious culture. All right, cool. So That's back cool. to Lengwangsu, Sewu, uh, the Thousand Doors. So this colonia era, era building is famous as a haunted house, though... The Semarang city government, that's where it is um, in central Java, try, have been trying to rebrand it. And it's believed to be the most haunted place in Indonesia and the second most haunted wow. place in all of Asia. What? Um, oh, my God. Second to a um, like high school in Hong Kong. Whoa. Crazy, right? I thought, I thought you were going to say the, the forest yeah. in Japan. No. This one's bad. So, um... This one's worse than that? During World War II, the building was occupied by the Japanese. This is, like, I don't know, relatively new history, I guess. And the basement of the building was used as a prison, as many and many prisoners were tortured and treated terribly and sometimes executed. This was known as the Kruit cruelest prison during all of the Japanese occupation of Asia. Great. Let that just hang there. The, um, I don't know too much about military history, but I do know that the Japanese, though they are our ally now, committed a lot of atrocities during the world oh, yes. war. Yes. And, um, Especially toward other Everyone did, Asian countries that they deemed lesser they than themselves. To. Yeah, especially yeah. like the yes. darker. Oh yeah, especially yes. the 100%. Southeast Asians. Yeah, like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, the building was later taken over again by the Dutch, and um, in addition to the awful atrocities that were happening underneath the hands of the Dutch. This was used as a train station when, and then the, uh, the Dutch were using this as like a post as they tried to invade Semarang City. 
um, okay. there was this battle, which was called the Battle of Semarang, and like hundreds of Indonesian soldiers were killed in this battle. So some of the ghosts that you will see are headless soldiers and prisoners um, walking around oh. on the grounds of here. <gasps> Crazy, right? Oh my god. And then <laughs> Nearly headless in it. Yeah, except like worse. They are headless. Fully headless. Yeah. Um, wow. The building is also believed to be haunted by a Dutch woman who had committed suicide on the grounds and is like doomed to like Wander. live there forever. Um, she is captured on a TV program. Um, I can show you the no. link. It's like a I'm good. Like, <laughs> Isabel's like uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll just text it to you, Emily. But it's like like an Indonesian version of like ghost hunters, and uh, they're like going through the house, and there's like a couple of times where you see like an orb, where you see like something in the background. But then this guy is like standing mm-hmm. on that like stairwell with the really gorgeous, <laughs> what is that called? Yeah. Stained glass that I showed y'all. And yeah. like, yeah. he's at the bottom. She's walking across the top. And, oh my, um, oh my gosh. The research I had to do through this is almost entirely in Malay. So I'm not poggy, my friends, but I do not read Malay. So, like, if I have anything incorrectly translated, it's because of Google Translate. <laughs> um, and, and that video is, like, fully in Malay, too. Uh, there right. is a well, like, in the courtyard no, area. No, That um, if you open it, you can hear the wails and screams of tortured oh, prisoners. No. But that no, well no, hasn't no. been opened in decades. Good. They should which, like, keep it enough. fucking closed. That would be a good scary movie. Right? Like, opening wow. a It's like the reverse uh, ring. Um, the, <laughs> no, she comes out of the well. Like, that's the whole point. The prisoner room, which was like the basement. I hate this. Tunnel area. Um, smells of fresh blood. Wait, there's flesh? Not old blood. Fresh, no, fresh, no, fresh blood. No. Um, Always? No. Some other people... Some other ghosts that you can see in this. Um, that you can see like walking around is a man with a ball and chain wrapped around his leg. And then a Kuntilanak, which is um, a Malaysian like legend thing. So uh, Kuntilanak, also known as Pontianak is a female vampiric ghost from Malay mythology. They uh, are said to be said... (laughs) They're said to be the spirits of women who died while they were pregnant. This is not to be confused with the related creature, a Lang Sewer, which is the ghost of a woman who died while giving birth. I'm telling you this because there's that many different types of ghosts that the yeah, Malays believe. there is same as um, same with the Filipino. She yeah, Filipinos. I know the yeah. like sure. It's like I I like want to break into Filipino like mythology because it seems super fascinating. You can ask my grandparents. Um, have a one one on conversation. Oh my gosh, I'll come yeah, over. They would love to talk back. It. They'll be 
<laughs> I will. That oh would be. We so can have fun. them on the podcast. Um, they would so, not know so, what's going on, yeah. but they would love to talk about it. Yeah. The Kunti, sorry, Kunti Lenots are usually depicted as pale skin, pale skin women with long black hair, red eyes, and yes. a white dress smeared with blood. There is said to be able to take on a beautifully, uh, beautiful human appearance, and they prey on men and helpless people. I I don't know. Like I hear stories about like sorry, they're like ahead. vampires or sirens. Is, is there a is there a um uh a La Llorna? Yorona, y- yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. what I was about to say. It like th- there are so many different stories about like beautiful women that prey on men yes. and then they like kill them. I don't know. They're just like right. really fascinating that these stories are like existing across cultures. Even though, like, I have a theory that like Latin America and like Southeast Asia. Well, my my theory isn't a theory. It was Pangaea, but. <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah. like, colonialism. Yeah, so. and, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just really interesting that this, like, Multiple places and the same that, but I the, spans time and yeah, places. Right. Yeah. yeah, and, like, the pyramids, yeah. too. Like, I won't get well, on I mean, about that. Well, I mean, when you start but, talking like, about this, the, this reminds me of literally a legend my parents and my grandparents were just talking about like a month ago about um the same about wow. the same thing and how one of the one of mm-hmm. their cousins or whatever lived in a village where this was going on and it was like recent obviously like in the last decade or something that this myth was still pretty pre- prevalent in small town asia small town more like small village asia out in like the mountains but yeah this is a very (laughs) common like myth everywhere yeah crazy and they had to get like a Um, a priest to come there and like bless the town yeah Yeah. insane oh shit yeah (laughs) it's crazy um the i don't know the details about the yorona because she's like i think a mexican myth it creeps me out Uh, and but like she i know she's pale and has long black hair which like i don't think is that Um, uncommon they're making a there there's a movie coming out this year based on her um like real life that's made by the same people that it's like a horror film like um it's made by the same people who did the conjuring Um, but it's like a white family that's getting haunted and it's i don't know there's like controversy around that though yeah and white people yeah i know like for white folks um uh there's like a lot of stories of like women like, there's similar stuff where there's always, like, a woman ghost. Yeah, but, you know, like, these are, like, like, myths like, and like, cultural other myths. Than maybe like, black black or this is, like, deep, deeply yeah. ingrained in the myths that my 
grandparents were told and what the nightmares my parents had, right. you know? And it's sim- right. I would say similar in yeah. the Hispanic and Latina community, community is that they have the same type of myths. And I would Mexican. say also probably in the African community, but would this be similar to the, like, a vampire? I mean, it reminds me of Jennifer's body. Is this... Right, the vampire <laughs> the, the vampire myth is interesting. Um, like, would that be the that, equivalent? I think, I think you're right type? about that. I just... I don't know. This kind of, like, reminds me of... Like, when, once I get into the details of what this person female ghost thing does um it kind of reminds me of like the siren yeah, that's what i said where she's like oh, okay beautiful and she like yes, comes closer and then she eats that's what you, it you know because like that yeah. i think that's in theory what a siren does or like she like yeah. you come close and then you drown but like their, so this Kunti, their beauty their mythology is what lures not their mythology whatever their beauty lures um, unsuspecting yeah. But yeah, I guess, I mean, when I first heard it, the first thing Uh, I thought of for, like, comparison would have been a siren, because these are supposed to be beautiful creatures. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I just love discussion about this. (laughs) Oh, there you go. No, it's fascinating. I love this stuff. It's like the creepy, what is it, creepy stories to tell in the dark. Scary stories to tell in the dark. That book. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kunti Lennox. Another movie that's coming out this year. Really? Uh, Kunti Lennox yeah. are usually depicted as the pale-skinned women with long black hair, red eyes, and a white yes. dress smeared in blood. Right? They are beasts, and they're bloodthirsty, and they have a carnivorous nature, so they eat people. They kill their victims by digging into their stomachs with their sharp fingernails and devour their organs. Um, In some cases, she wants revenge against men um, that, like, I don't know, made them pregnant, made them die, who knows. And the beast rips out the body organs, like, with her hands. And um, it is said that if one has his eyes open when a Kunti, Kunti Lenok is near that she will suck out the victim's head and um, they locate their prey slash victims by sniffing out hanging laundry so outside weird. and uh, for this reason uh-huh. Malaysians Malays refuse to leave any piece of clothing outside of their house overnight and okay, wow. so like oh that's God. the history about Kunti Lenox. Despite all of this creepy shit that's happening at um, Luang Sewu, this is one of the most popular engagement photo locations. I mean, I, I, I understand. Java, the Central Java region. <laughs> oh my God. Which is so funny. Like, there's so many photos of like people in this like really pretty like Dutch like architecture location, and they're like, huh. That's and then it's like so funny because when my cousins and I went to visit that, so we went to the Myrtles. Like I was like, oh my god, I, I could totally take my engagement photos here. The most haunted places. 
are usually really pretty, like really pretty. Yeah, yeah. they're old, beautiful yeah, it's architecture. Like, it's like what Wolf said in our group chat the other day. He was like, um, "That's why they're haunted." Because <laughs> the ghosts like want to be Because the ghosts want to be in a beautiful it, here place. In Dallas <laughs> is haunted, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And I would want to have my wedding like reception. It is. I want to. Oh, it's so pretty. I love the adults. Reception. You want to get married at the Adolphus? Um, the Omni in DC. Share. Oh, Share. Shoreham, which is where I went um, for my conference or whatever. It was haunted and it was absolutely gorgeous. And I'm glad I didn't look that up mm-hmm. before I like went there because I wouldn't have stayed in the room. <laughs> I do. I do. Do you know um, why it's haunted now? It used to be an apartment complex. Okay. And yeah. the person who um, lived in like a very sort a certain room. It's like the 800s. It's an It's on level eight. He went mad and shot his whole very entire family and then committed suicide. And so he haunts the room. Shit. And like he opens the right. doors wow. and shit. moves yeah. things around. And like people they don't like rent out that room anymore or book that room anymore. But supposedly if you stay by that room you can hear mm-hmm. things happening, but nobody's in there. Yeah. So, and, like, people no. who are behind, um, below That's it so can hear, like, footsteps. No. But they don't book the room, so there's no one there. Right. If there's I had no known this before oh, I so stayed creepy. there, your girl wouldn't have been staying there. Just saying. There. <laughs> but, yes. Gorgeous places. <laughs> haunted. Um, the thing that I had, the thing, the house that I originally wanted to do for this, um, which I didn't after I heard that Emily was doing, um, a place in St. Francisville, Louisiana, was going to be the LaLaurie house in New Orleans. Cause I'm like a crazy big fan of, um, not a crazy big fan. I'm like a fan. Yeah. Just like a solid fan of American Horror Story. Is that the house? And that mm-hmm. is based that the off season. of Coven. Yeah, it's the house. It's like a really pretty house too. But I didn't want this like episode it's to real, be like, like it's based on a, real a tour of haunted locations in Louisiana, which would be cool. But like, <laughs> it would just be very niche. Tours in my and- lifetime too. Savannah and Saint Augustine, which is like. Yeah, very haunted there. St. Augustine. You should have done a lot of things there. (laughs) There's a lot of shit that goes there. Mm -hmm. Place is hot as hell. But yeah, so it's crazy that she's talking about the same, like, myth and legend that literally we were talking about, like, a few months ago with my family. I mean, I had never heard this, but my grandma was like, yeah... My cousin in this small village town, like, it happened there, and you, they had to get the priest town and stuff, and I was like, what the heck? Like, this is not, this is not, like, thousands of years ago, where I can't think that's not a real thing, but. Right. 
uh, it freaks me out. Right, right. I don't want to go to the Philippines ever. Okay, you can continue. Oh, no, I was done. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, like, that was my ending. It's a popular, despite all that shit, it's, like, one of the most popular engagements. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I made it through the story. (laughs) Where where would you want to visit the, like, like, what is the most, yeah, what is the host most haunted place you want to visit? Like, what's the top of your list? Um, Go. Oh, my God. Okay. Hmm. Like, just visit or, like, stay overnight or... Uh, okay, stay over. Well, we can say we can say stay the night in mm. that place. Okay. Visit and stay um... over is very different. <laughs> okay, we'll go with stay over then. Okay, I don't have they're, one. They're... I just think this is funny. Yeah, Isabel doesn't want to do this at all, so she's exempt from the I don't think I would stay over in any um, place. There is a house in California, and now I can't fucking remember oh, the name of the it. Oh, but... the murder, the mono, it's like something, the Montecito murder house or something like that. I almost did that one. No, no, no. Oh. Not that one, although that, that's cool. No, no that's not It's the like one. the, um, the something mystery house yeah that's the one I'm i can't of. i can't yeah so it's like isabel so it's this house in california that was built um by this the winchester okay that's how i remember oh, it's the winchester mystery house um it's and if winchester sounds familiar it's it was the wife of the man that created the winchester rifle company um <laughs> oh my god so now i totally understand filthy, rich yeah, she was filthy rich. Um, her husband died, and so she moved out to California and built her own house. Um, but I can't remember if it was, like, I think it was haunted. But then she also felt like she was being personally haunted by her husband. Um, and so while building this house, she just kept adding on to it and onto it. And so there are, like, these... There are, like, hallways that lead Random to rooms. I yeah. know what house you're talking about. Yeah, and, like, it was all, like, in an, an attempt to confuse like, the Like, confuse spirits. the ghosts. Yes, so, um, and you can obviously take tours of it. I'd really like to go there. I think it'd be cool, so. I don't know I if think... you can stay the night, but you might be able to. You know where I think it'd be fun, but horrible? Fun, but horrible. In California. Um, the ship. St. Mary's? Mary's? Yes, the one that, that I sent you the picture on. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. I, Absolutely yeah. horrible. <laughs> I, I would die. Story. Yeah. <laughs> would die, but would be fun. Kind of. Death nice. first, but. <laughs> What's yours, Monica? Um, You know, it's funny. I never really, like, thought about it. But I do want to, I, like, badly want to do a ghost tour in Savannah. Yes! Oh, yeah. yeah. I did love my ghost tour in Savannah. You learn a lot. And I also I did it in really, a bus. Really cool. So I didn't There's... have to get off, but I didn't want it to. <laughs> I'd like to do a um, New Orleans ghost tour. That'd be I, I want to do that one, too. I also want to do a voodoo tour of New Orleans. 
Well, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to do everything that's in New Orleans. <laughs> I think I'd do a voodoo tour and maybe a ghost tour in New Orleans. I mean, they're meant to scare you. Like, some of them aren't that are scary. They? Like, the stories are interesting. Right. It's, it's only more like history and rather than, like, being scared, so. Yeah. It's more, like, visit. That's why, that's true. Visit versus stay. Like, stay would scare me the most. But visit, I can do that. I think I could right. get that done. I feel you. Alright. So, with that, this has been... Two girls, one scaredy cat. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. That's it. Oh, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you forget it every single time. Email us. Rate, yes, review, subscribe. Us. Tell your friends. Um, yeah, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I, just, I felt like a salesperson. Love y'all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I love you. Bye bye. <laughs>